Well, hi. Well, hi. Welcome to Stay at Homekins. This is our pandemical podcast. It's a magical pandemical. It's a magical pandemical pandemical podcast. I'm Paul F. Tompkins. I'm Janie Hadda Tompkins. I am a comedian. (laughs) I am an actress. And we are a married couple in quarantine. I mean... It's uh oh, which part are you gonna dispute? This is making me nervous. <laughs> is it quarantine anymore or is it just like, you know, this is it? <laughs> Make no mistake where you are. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> Avoiding is over. Well, I don't any, even know what he says. Are there is there any voices like that now? Like <laughs> That was such a distinctive. Michael McDonald was like so. Or that was Kenny Loggins. Wait, I think I hear Michael McDonald. I know, I know. Did he cover it? Are you sure? If he didn't, he's out of his mind. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure it's Kenny Loggins. Mm. The waiting is over. Mm -hmm. That part you can hear Kenny. This is it. Maybe Kenny Michael McDonald was singing. I was just going to say, maybe it was. (laughs) <laughs> you know who had the weirdest voice? Who? Boz Skaggs. What's his voice? What's his voice? Lito. Oh, <laughs> so one more time. Oh, to get it. <laughs> oh, my God. He had multiple hits. Yeah, and you know what? They're, like, they're fun like, songs, too. Like, uh, the sad, sad <laughs> truth, the dirty low down. <laughs> Him and Al Stewart. Do you remember um, Al Stewart? No, what's his voice? Time passages. Oh, yeah. His. I know you're up there. You're just out of sight. Whoa. That's a good one. It's a good That's one. That's a good one. The Year of the Cat. Is that the same song? Because it kind Calico. of It's not the same be. song. Do you think it was the inspiration for <laughs> for Cats? Well, you know, Cats is for based Andrew on... Lloyd Webber, Cat. Oh, it's based on Rebel? a... It was based on E coming. Mommy, I want to talk to Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> Andrew Lloyd Webber? Are you it Andrew Lloyd? It was not E.E. coming. It was T.S. Eliot. <laughs> Whatevs. Y'all, I did That's get... That's all the cats were lowercase. I mean, I totally did get good grades in English, but what? <laughs> I didn't, like, memorize all the dudes. I Let me tell you something. <laughs> I did very well in English. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite class. Mm-hmm. I remember reading the book Ethan Frome. We may have mm. talked about this before. No, because... I don't remember anything about it at all. It's not, not even a long book. Who wrote that one? It's one of the things I don't remember about mm. it. Okay. Somebody did. Somebody somebody Northeastern, uh-huh. like New, New Englander Sure, was that dead. was like, they were always shoving that Northeast shit down our throats. Yeah, miserable New England They nonsense. were always like, this is, you know, this is the voice this of is it. whatever. Make no mistake where you are. <laughs> this is it. Did I sound like him? Yeah. Wait, how does it sound again? This is it. All right, let me try. This is it. You did, honey, you nailed it. <laughs> Make no mistake where you are. <laughs> now you're doing Bob Skaggs, doing <laughs> Michael McDonald, doing Kenny Loggins. That's what, that's what I was going for. Then, that's honey, what I was going for. Unfurl the banner, mission accomplished. <laughs> Can I update people? By the way, if you're a new listener, this is what the show is. Uh, by the way, if you're a new listener, um, this is your chance to bail because it doesn't get but any different. If you're not liking this... I would say 
I would say listen to... Let's agree to disagree. I don't know, like Ask Rana. Go go listen to other, I don't know, other ones. I think if you like this, you would also like Ask Rana well, yeah. and vice versa. Okay, fine. If you don't like this, go listen to Joe Rogan. The Joe Rogan experience. Go listen to... He get Elon Musk high. Yeah. Is that what you like? Yeah, that's what, you, that's what you're into. That's what so. you're into. So go ahead and, you know... Dirty little... little bail, bail on it now. Um, I want to <laughs> update people on... The squirrel picnic oh, bench. So, first of all, uh, now I, I did say I wanted to update the people. I'm not going to update anybody. <laughs> oh, okay. Are you going to completely undercut my story? <laughs> no. What is your What is your damage, Heather? What's my major malfunction? What's your damage, Heather? <laughs> Y'all remember that? I'm trying to make fetch happen, and no one Gen will X. join me. <laughs> what was that, Fletch? No, stop trying to make fetch happen. That was from Mean Girls. Oh, you're doing Heathers. My mind mushed them together. Totally different generations. Totally different generations. Mm. Everyone gets their Heathers. (laughs) (laughs) Back in the black and white days, it was the women. Was it? (laughs) I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Mm. Um, What did you want to say? I have emotions about it, and I don't know when I'm allowed to share them. I I will after I reveal the details. That would be a good time for you to share your emotions. Okay. <laughs> so to recap, previously on Stay Focused, a moment. I bought a little picnic bench. Picnic. Picnic. Thank you, honey. I bought a little picnic bench that is just the right size for a squirrel to sit at <laughs> and look like. It has a picnic bench of its own. The idea is you uh, put this in your yard, you mount it to a tree, whatever. Mm-hmm. You There's a little um, uh, nail on it that you could put like an apple or a corn cob. Mm-hmm. There's a little bucket that you can fill with nuts. Squirrels love nuts. Just squirrel food. I mean, like it's squirrel like food. a squirrel food. What? Y'all, I just got scolded. <laughs> I just got sent to the podcast... Red wow, zone. Janie, one of Janie's screens lit up and she looked at it. He just... Get, he, he this just, is a screen-free zone. He just handed me a podcast penalty card. This is family hour, honey. I didn't know it was facing <laughs> up. Jesus. <laughs> so, somebody rescue me from... <laughs> Oh, From no. From the pandemic, please. Oh, no. <laughs> send, Your life is so hard. Send help. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> Make no mistake where you are. That was good on mistake. <laughs> so, okay. I, so I get this picnic bench. Picnic. <laughs> picnic. I, I nail it to the tree like <laughs> Jesus our Lord. <laughs> Were you there? <laughs> So I, I screw it into the tree. <laughs> I fill it with peanuts. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens mm-hmm. for weeks. The peanuts are undisturbed. Totally undisturbed. I'm very, I, like every morning I would rush out to look and see if there was a f- little fat squirrel like sitting du- there. Dust on the, like there's dust on the peanuts. Yeah. They're not going for it. No. Then one day the peanuts are gone. And I'm like, oh my God, I gotta, I gotta see this. When are they doing this? And I found out. That it's happening at night mm-hmm. because one night I stayed up late mm-hmm. and I looked at the peanuts out the window and they were gone. I kept, I kept refilling it. I looked and they were gone and it was 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, so there's a night creature uh-huh. or a night visitor if you're Jamal. 
Um, and I said, okay, I got to get a, uh, a, a field camera, a nature camera. Mm, gotta. To capture whatever this creature is. Sure. That was a whole other thing. Figuring out the settings he on this not, son of a bitch. He did, I did not get involved, by the way. Oof. It was not I easy. I did not insert myself in that tech support. <laughs> it was not easy. It was not intuitive. Because. But after a few trials and errors, I finally managed to get it to where it needed to be. Mm-hmm. I put that camera out. Mm-hmm. Filled up that bucket with peanuts, put that camera out. Yeah. Next morning. I see some birds eating the peanuts. Sure. I'm like, okay, I've seen yeah. this birds eating the peanut leftover peanuts in the morning. Mm-hmm. Public do- public domain. Public domain. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> Manifest destiny. Um, and so I get the camera, mm-hmm. put the card in the computer, mm-hmm. and I see what has been eating those peanuts. And I think mm-hmm. maybe it's a maybe it's a raccoon. Is that what you think? It's probably a rat. I feel like I said some things about it. Oh. Turns out it was a rat. You mean like I said it probably was? <laughs> yeah, which I never denied. Because I was like, it's nocturnal. It's nocturnal. Yes, yeah, so raccoons are nocturnal. Raccoon? Are you, is this, you don't believe this? I know they are because I've seen that video, the guy on the porch. <laughs> the guy feeding a hundred raccoons. Yeah. That's terrifying. <laughs> the yeah. video is terrifying. I don't think you're supposed to touch raccoons. I don't think you're supposed to interact with isn't there like a disease situation? I I think they're probably not the healthiest guys to touch. Yeah. I know that you're not supposed to touch their shit. Yeah, like you have to like call like, you know That's wild to me. You have to like take a selfie shower. Yeah. Hey, a like, raccoon shit in my yard. <laughs> Will you please send over a truck? <laughs> like and someone in a hazmat. Like in the end of E. T. Yeah. happens like in your yard. You're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so So we, you saw it. But wait. When you saw it. Mm-hmm. You were a little bit like, oh, and I saw like your face. Now, this is where you take over the story. Because I was like, it's a, it's a fucking rat, isn't it? I was like, it's a fucking rat. I mean, I was just like, it's a fucking rat. And then he was like, I can't, it maybe. Like, and you were like, we're playing it like the Sabruder film. I couldn't tell if it was a rat or a possum because it's That's what the you video, said. the very, the video is very blown out uh-huh. and they are very similar looking, but based on the, the size of the picnic bench, mm-hmm. it's a rat. And, uh, and you're like, May, it might be a possum. It might, and then you're like, you're like, you, you know, <laughs> re, replaying like Sabruder, like, like back into the left, back into the left or whatever, you know, and I'm like, I, I just like, and then, and then like some time went by and I was like, did you ever, were you able to figure, and you're like, and you go, it's a rat. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, last week when we were uh, recording and I thought I saw something out the window, it was the rat ben. walking on the fence. Ben. Ben. Oh, Ben. The two <laughs> of us need look no more. Ben. I've never seen that. Oh, is that a watch along? 
Is it a drama? What is that thing? <laughs> well, there was there was Ben and there was Willard, and I think they were mm. one was a sequel to the other. Mm. And yeah, it's about a boy who forms an emotional attachment to a rat, and then mm-hmm. it does his bidding. <laughs> the classic story. Yeah, I think he commands an army of rats. I'm not sure, but I don't. I don't think I've ever seen. But it. is there like a lot of Michael Jackson music in it? Because like, there's that song. But is there like a soundtrack situation going on? Yeah, that's where "Don't Stop Till You Get Enough" comes from. <laughs> Same movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, cool. I think I think he just I think cool. he just contributed. Cool. I could be wrong, but cool. I think he just contributed. He's in the, the movie. Song. Michael Jackson. I thought he was the star of the movie. No. no yeah. No. no, honey, no. No. No, 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 no. No, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Michael Jackson is not is not the star of Ben. Alexa. Oh no. Who's the star of Ben? <laughs> The cast of the 1972 movie Bandicoot, Joseph Campanella, Arthur O'Connor, Liam Gunn, Meredith Baxter, and Rosemary Murphy. Did that answer your question? Yeah. Yeah, it did. Thank you. Not one. Okay. No, that's. Hey, Alexa, go to sleep. Not one mention of Michael Jackson's. Sorry to everyone's device that we've just awoken by (laughs) doing that in the podcast. There's no way. But now you know too. Uh, no mention of Michael Jackson's star turn in Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he Alan Smithied that movie? I just don't understand. I have like visions of him with a rat. Like I see him with the rat. Really? What? Yeah. Did he do a video? I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> We'll, we'll have to check what on that. What drugs were people taking when they were making movies? What drugs movie? were you taking? <laughs> well, that I know. <laughs> I have it written down somewhere. Uh. But my point is, my point is, who thought of that movie? Was it based on a, are you going to tell me now it's based on a poem? I don't know. It was inspired by a poem. What if the song came first? Ethan Frum. <laughs> <laughs> it's heavily influenced by Ethan Frum. <laughs> What if so the song wait. came first and somebody misinterpreted it and they were like, this is a song about friendship, but I think it should be about a boy and a rat. <laughs> is it like, is it metaphorical? The movie? Yeah. I don't is know. Is it about World War II? I don't, I don't think so. Why? That's very specific. Why do because you Because there was like propaganda. 1972? In World War II. <laughs> what is that? What? It's like a Nazi. It's like a Nazi coat. It's like a dog whistle. It's a rat whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. It's a rat I was alive in the 70s, barely. I mean, what, like 19, like the end of 1979 or whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I don't know what people were thinking then. They were obsessed with World War II. In 19, you feel like in nineteen in the nineteen seventies, people were obsessed with World no, War. No, they were obsessed with the nineteen fifties. They were obsessed with post war. Yes, yeah, it's always twenty years. What's always twenty years? Well, the the decade the the nostalgia uh, stuff in what? fashion, or whatever. Yeah, it's always like for 20 real. Years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come yeah. on. Yeah, absolutely. So we're right now. We're at the two thousand mark. Gross, That's why we watched seven. Yes. That's why we watched seven. <laughs> That was not like some like 
wellspring of creativity, like the 2000 was not. I mean, I... Do you think? 2000 to me is like three weeks ago, so I can't tell you. It's not, the, though. The 2000s, so long ago. The 2000s and, uh, you know, the early the aughts, early and, aughts. The, and the 10s have all blended into a big stew for me. Really? Yeah. It's a big mush. Yeah. Now, obviously, there are individual things that I can say, but sometimes to pinpoint years, it's difficult to say. Like, like if, if you tell me who is... If you ask me who's president in 2000, I can tell you that. But if you say, what were people listening to on the radio? You know what I mean? Like, I have a harder but time like, nailing that But 2000 was such a moment because there was all that, like, Y2K stuff. Well, that, honey, that was not the 90s, 1999. I know. Well, okay, you're right. But then, like, after... And then we had, like, 9-11. So, but I don't know. You're right. Like, the year between 2000 and... And then the whole fucking... Election fiasco. Yeah, it was a weird time. That was a weird time. Yeah, It's hard to say what was happening specifically to a year in pop culture for me. Really? Yeah. I just, like, I think by then we had Jon Stewart. We did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Okay. Okay. But that's general, you know what I mean? Like, it's hard to narrow things down. Music-wise, I don't remember anything about 2000. Music-wise was not a big year for me. Was that when... No, that was... When was, like, Swingers and all that stuff? When we had the, the big the big band early, revival? I want to say that was early revival. aughts. Early aughts? That's, a, Zip, like, Zip, early aughts. That was more, like... I'm guessing, like, 2002. Sure. I cannot prove you wrong. I also can't prove you're right. But you were here. You were here. Yeah, I know. I had just gotten here. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. I do kind of remember some, some music-y stuff from then. Well, also, I just watched the Britney Spears documentary. Right. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, wait. So I know everyone's watched it because people are talking about it online. But I have to talk about some of it. You watched a little bit of it. Yeah, I caught the I caught the last. You half came of it, in. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Okay, so so I was I've never been like a a huge pop music person. Mm-hmm. Like I like it because I'm you know alive. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I've never been like one for that. Right. Uh, but I don't like. It's not that I don't appreciate it. Mm-hmm. It just to me it all feels similar. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Until like 15 years after it comes out. Right. Then it does Well, because then the cream rises to the top. You know, the, well, the things true. that were the hits remain in the, in the pantheon or whatever. Yeah. You know. So, so it was in, it was interesting to revisit just, and the, the documentary wasn't even so much about it, but just revisit musically what was going on at that time. Mm-hmm. Cause I guess boy bands were very mm-hmm. big. Yeah. Okay, so and I'm gonna tie this into the impeachment because the like so this week there is impeachment trial. We have opinions, um, <laughs> and like the whole argument for the article of impeachment, what is would the violence have occurred had it not been for? Donald Trump. Right. 
right? Right. That that's the question. And one side says no. And the other side says yes. Right? Everyone knows the answer is yes. <laughs> that, it, <laughs> that it would have occurred. That it, that it would have only occurred, occurred with, that it only occurred because of him. Correct. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, like everyone knows that, except yeah. for like thirty percent of people. Except for people that are pretending. Relatives. That, yeah, yeah. That's okay. not true. Okay. So, so my whole takeaway from the Brittany uh, story <laughs> was: Would her situation with this conservatorship, which is insidious and and terrible, mm-hmm. um, in my opinion, um, for her? Uh, have occurred had it not been for Justin Timberlake. And my... See, this is like a crucial part of this doc that I missed. Because people are... There's been so much talk about him and his culpability yeah. in in like messing her messing framing, up her life. The name of the documentary is The Framing of Britney Spears. He was sort of like... Is that the name of the documentary? Framing Britney Spears. Framing. I didn't know that was the name of it. Yeah. Everyone it's funny, everyone's just calling it the Britney, the Britney Doc. Doc. Yeah. yeah. So so my my takeaway was No. Justin Timberlake had to ha- have acted the way that he did in in this crucial moment of her sort of formative persona in in media. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And that's what set the whole, in my opinion. Yeah. That that was sort of my takeaway. <laughs> Wait, uh, so say say it again. I'm Sorry. impeaching Justin Timberlake. You're saying Justin <laughs> had it not been for Justin Timberlake, things would not be as bad for that's her. My, that was are. my sort of like, I don't think the documentary was even drawing that straight line, but mm-hmm. like the whole thing really, the inciting incident, if we're talking about literature and we're in English class again, mm-hmm. we're studying Ethan Frome. <laughs> The inciting incident was their breakup mm-hmm. and how she was vilified right. for, like, I guess, dumping him. Mm-hmm. It was his ego. Mm-hmm. He had an egocentric reaction to this public breakup. Right. And he threw her to the wolves. He threw her to the wolves. Didn't he apologize or something? Yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Today or was something. It, was it any good? No. <laughs> the reason it's not good is because, again, would his apology have happened mm-hmm. had it not been for this exposing documentary? Mm-hmm. Right? Right. No. The, the answer is 100% no. no. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. So I guess like, uh, I don't know. I just like, I was sort of like um, bummed out by some of it because it it was like, he was, he painted himself, it was this whole beginning of this like victimhood stuff in our culture. Like, you know, white men are the victims, white men are the, you know. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to, 
I know you're a white male and I don't want to. I don't take that personally. It's true. But I mean, that is such a like recurring theme yeah. in, in culture. Absolutely. That it, it, it was so like it happened and people ran with it mm-hmm. that he was like this, you know, we all had to feel sorry for him. Yeah. And then I guess he exploited it. Like he, I think he like wrote some album or made some video with like a fake Britney stand-in. Oh, that sounds. It was so familiar. tasteless. Yeah. It was so um, vulgar. It was mm-hmm. like I don't know. There was something about it that was like, oh wow, this was uh, this is the beginning of this like you know fame. Well, that's not the beginning of it. Nothing's the beginning of anything. Dang. But, you know, sort of, you know, just cancel culture or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> he canceled her and people ran with it. Yeah. They ran with it. Well, they couldn't it's, believe it's, that it's she... blaming the woman and that's just classic. Well, when something that... Classic, classic civilization. Because I didn't follow any Britney. I didn't follow any Justin. I mean, I was aware of it. I was alive. Right. I shopped in grocery stores. Of course I, you yeah. know, whatever. I got my nails done occasionally. There's an Us magazine there, whatever. Mm-hmm. So it it, it permeated, mm-hmm. but I wasn't like, you know, whatever. When were they together? I don't know. It was like early. It was like 2003 or four or something, yeah. maybe four or five. I mean, like I remember. Early aughts. I remember kind of talking about them, I think specifically when I was doing Best Week Ever. Like the when they both wore the when they wore the matching denim outfits. Yeah, I feel like when when were we you on be, have, when was best week ever? What years was that? Best week ever was like was early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Was probably like two thousand three or two thousand four. Uh, see now again, it all mashes together. Maybe two thousand five. I don't know, but mm-hmm. but I I think it was before we were together. So it would have been before two thousand and five. It predates you and me having a relationship. Yeah. Well, we were um, friends in 2003. So. It's true. We knew each other, but not in that way. <laughs> well, we kind of... Okay, okay. Shush, shush. <laughs> <laughs> we had those false starts. But I remember... We had those two false starts. I think it was when I was hosting Best Week Ever, and there was some... And 2008 Britney, and 9. Yes. 8 and, and 9. I think, is that 2008 when, is when she did the crazy meltdown. Yes, 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 yes. And I remember that was a big turning point where it was like, oh, this isn't funny anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I think this is a... This is a sick person. And I, I, I think we did jokes about it then. Mm-hmm. And then immediately afterwards, it was like, we shouldn't have done that. That mm-hmm. was gross. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of avoided it after that. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't, it was, it was really a drag. Mm-hmm. It, was, it wasn't, it was clearly like, this is a sick It's person. only fun when people are sort of like in on the joke of their of their situation. Well, yeah, and it's because yeah, and it's like well, it's like that Craig Ferguson clip that was going around. It's uh-huh. like you're supposed to pick on the people who are powerful and not and, and that was like when you're realizing like, oh, she's being exploited by people. And and we should have been talking about that more. Like she was she was literally a kid when she started. She was, but I have a, I kind of have a little issue with like she was being exploited. By her handlers, I think she was being exploited by Justin Timberlake. She was being exploited for his own. But she was she was being exploited before him by her family. I don't know about I, that. Here's what I mean. Here's what I, I didn't take that away from without, the... without saying exploited. I will say this: I don't think people were looking out for her very well at all. I agree with that, 
But I also think, and I'm not like, I'm playing devil's advocate because like they did interview like this chaperone she had that yeah. from her hometown and they showed clips of her mom and stuff. I don't think they were equipped with skills to do that just right. based on like whatever. Yeah. But they did interview like her early producer and her early manager person and they were, they seemed lovely and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe mm. I don't know, you know, but they like, there were women in her life before the men came in and yeah. started messing around yeah, yeah. that seemed like, no, she was fine. The whole thing, the whole problem I have now with the conservatorship, because I got in a big discussion with some friends about this <laughs> that are into pop culture because mm. because they are like, I finally watched the doc and I have opinions and I'm like, okay, tell me because I need to know people's take on this because I'm not so up to date, you right. know? Right, right, right. And they're like, I think she benefits if, if from a conservatorship if her horrible father isn't a part of it. And my mm. whole thing is like, because she's never asked to be let out of it. That's their point. They're like, she's never right. asked to be less, left out of it. And I'm like, yeah, but the documentary clearly said, like, there's no getting out of it. Like, right. that this is like... You know, so you may as well try to like form it, mold it, you know, or whatever to yeah. be not so heinous. But I'm like, well, how come Kanye is like allowed to spend all his money on holograms and go, you know, to the White <laughs> House and, and no one says anything about his erratic, you know, he has, he suffers, he, he's public about his diagnosis yeah he's yeah, like yeah. a bipolar yeah. situation you know why is it that like a man is allowed to maybe run his business into the ground because, you know what I'm saying? exactly because he was always in charge of it in the first place and britney was never really in charge of it she was until her dad took advantage you're right he exploited her in 2008 right? after she had the meltdown they because were always there they were all her family was always there all, and they were always a part of it. You know what I mean? Right. And this is this is not to... This I mean, is, we're like weighing in on things that we don't know about, but on the other hand, it's been made hey, Why public. should we be any different from anyone else? True, true. <laughs> we're true. allowed. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, yeah. we should, let's, take a, let's take a quick break. But I do want to say one thing that struck <laughs> me about Brittany in general. Yeah. That she... Um, the clip, you know, the people talking about her mm-hmm. that knew her closely, mm-hmm. that and the clips that they showed of her and the way she responded to some of these disgusting <laughs> things that they, people were doing to her in public. Mm-hmm. She, she has such a sweetness, mm-hmm. like just a sweet personality that I like. I think that was probably part of it too, is yeah. that she had sort of like. Um, a guileless, guilelessness. Mm-hmm. Is that a word? Sure. Am I, yeah. Am I drunk yet? No. <laughs> anyway, that that sort of bothered me that she that she was this sort of like sweet Southern girl and fame. Like people just want to tear you down. I mean, they're just like looking for... It's hard, man. And it's like to be that young and then all of a sudden be a superstar, I, I, I it's a head trip. It's got to be a head trip for anyone, no matter how old. But when you're still like forming as a person... Yeah. To be thrust into a global spotlight like that and everyone wants a piece of you and, you know, now you are... 
you are responsible for a lot of people. You know what I mean? Like she it's was too much. She was she was paying a lot of people's paychecks. Yeah, it's she too, was supporting she a lot of people. Is. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. still is. How old is she? Um, is she, she like in her thirties? Wow, she has like what? Like she has like tween children <sighs> that she shares with Kevin Fuck. Federline. Oh God! And then there's that that he barely lets her. Yeah, I mean, I think he let uh, you know. And then there's like messy shit just came out in the news. Like the dad, Jamie Spears, who sounds like he's not, he shouldn't be a part of any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess Kevin Federline filed a restraining order on, on the teenager's behalf. Jesus Christ. Like he doesn't want him around the kid wow. because I don't think he's, I don't think he's a trustworthy mm-hmm. person, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, the way, I mean... You know, they talked about him in the documentary, like he was never there. And a few times he was around, he just, he was like focused on the the money. Yeah. And not about, you know. So maybe he's like, he's just one of these like soulless people. I don't know. He doesn't sound great. I'll tell you that much. I don't, I don't know. I mean, yeah, he doesn't sound good. I, I don't, you know, I don't watch the documentary, y'all. It's on Hulu. Just get on there and watch it. Yeah, just what are you? Who are you? Just to be not a part of America. It? Like you can't be a part of America and not know a little slice of Britney history. This is what America is about. All right, we're taking a break. What do we do? You're going to hear from our sponsors. Yes, and then we'll be back. Are we going to talk impeachment? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay. Thank you to Green Chef for sponsoring this episode. What is Green Chef? Well, I'll tell you. It is the first USDA-certified organic meal kit company. Enjoy clean ingredients you can trust, seasonally sourced for peak freshness. I hate valley freshness. I love peak freshness. Green Chef is the most sustainable meal kit, offsetting 100% of its direct carbon emissions. 100%. And plastic packaging in every box so you can feel great about what you're eating and how it got to your table. We have gotten Green Chef so many times. It has been, first of all, during quarantine, such a gift to uh, be able to do that. Um, And we've loved every single thing we've tried. Honest to God, we have have made so many Green Chef meals and there's not one that we said, eh, All of them were delicious. All of them. 100%. I'm not lying to you. I'm your friend and I'm telling you the truth. We've we've gotten Green Chef before and we will get it again. So if you want to be like us, (laughs) not a liar who enjoys good food, go to greenchef.com slash 90homekins. That is greenchef.com slash 90homekins and use code 90homekins to get $90 off, including free shipping. Once again, that is greenchef.com slash 90homekins. Use code 90homekins to get $90 off, including free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. I'm speaking specifically to anyone out there who is planning a wedding. Okay. 
I planned a wedding. It's super fun. But if you're not sure how to make your wedding happen, you need to join 1 million couples who have planned their weddings with Zola. Zola makes wedding planning easier and less stressful by creating everything couples need all in one place. Wedding vendors, save the dates, invitations, free websites, registry, and more. They will find wedding vendors in your area. You get a clutter-free experience with no ads. You can explore save the dates and invitations, hundreds of beautiful, affordable designs. All purchases include free shipping, free matching envelopes, and free guest addressing. That's kind of huge. You can create a free wedding website. This is the best place for your guests to go to get up-to-date information about your event. You can build your registry. Zola has the most fun and easy registry. So go to Zola.com slash stay at homekins today and use promo code save 50. That's S-A-V-E-5-0. Zola.com slash stay of homekins and use the promo code save 50. That's save five zero. 50. 50% off your save the dates. Yes. <laughs> We're back. I was just telling Paul how aging is the ultimate narcissistic insult. I'm reading a book about narcissism. <laughs> it's really true though. And then I was like, it reminded me of someone. And then Paul was like, me? <laughs> Because I had said, you know how you get like your algorithm, like memories and, and like your little internet stuff is like eight years ago on this day, here's photos of exactly what you were doing. Mm-hmm. And some photos came up of exactly what we we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so the algorithm works. And um, I was like hugging these friends of ours, and like, and I sent them to our friends. And Paul was like, "Look how young I am!" And our friends were texting like, "I was young once," and all this stuff. And I'm like, "Jesus, y'all!" But here's the thing: it's not just about being young. I look so good in that picture that it's a hate crime to send it to me. First of all, that was taken with. I don't understand how grainy that picture is. So grainy. It looks like it looks like a deadwood prop or something. Like the cameras were not able to capture things in low light. We were in low light. We were at a candlelit dinner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, (laughs) I just am like, I also feel pain with aging, but I am like, I I get so angry with myself about it because I have this complicated relationship about it. Like Mm -hmm. I have like for many many years now like been wanting to shed like ego surrounding mm-hmm. kind of like looks and me too you know and i've like talked about all like there like for years i've talked about shaving my head speaking of Brittany, <laughs> um as this like exercise which is like a privileged thing to say mm-hmm. like i want to shave my head and it's like you stupid bitch like you have <laughs> hair so what you know like some people you know what i mean right but like i don't know like i've just sort of like had and i was been saying it's for like 10 years but um and i'm not gonna do it so don't like (laughs) don't worry but like i don't know just like part of me have has uh, has entertained these fantasies of being totally egoless Mm -hmm. about but it's a it's a lie i'm telling you right now i don't care who you are when you look in the mirror and you see wrinkles and gray hair and, you know, saggy parts of your face, mm-hmm. you feel 
a loss. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, yeah. I guess as like a human, unless you're like some monk that hasn't been around a mirror for like 25 years or something yeah. like that, you know, but I don't know. We work in entertainment. We fucking see our fu- dumb fucking face all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I, I have, um, you know, a lot of, uh, uh, anguish in that area and to try to, and I always have, and mm-hmm. to try to make peace with it has been an ongoing, you know, struggle. Um, the one thing I don't mind is going gray. Really? That's the only, see, I don't I think, don't care. I don't I kinda like, like it. it. Oh, you did? Well, cause you're a man. Yeah. I think men have like, like a different attitude toward them about it. Well, because men are allowed to in a way that, that women have been, Told that they're not allowed to. Right. But when you see a woman with gray hair. Sure, fully gray. Sure, fully gray. Not. Yeah. There's no allowance for that middle. That's a tough time. That's a tough time. Because it also, it's the texture changing. And the longer your hair is, the more that texture change stands out. Yeah. I mean, listen, I don't know. Like everyone has to do their own thing with the aging. Got to do your own thing. That's a, that's like a thing. Yeah. But we live in a very vain society. For sure. Like it's constant bombardment with like creams and this, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and like whatever. And I don't know. It's just like hard to resist it. Like, yeah. Well, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, bought, I bought some, uh, did I buy some, some blush and, and, uh, lip tint on Sephora last week? Yeah. Wait, what? Oh, am I? <laughs> Am I am I immune to to I don't know to it I don't know I I just like anyway why was I ta- oh because of the text because y'all were like yelling at me for sending I was so like oh my god yelling I miss you. all y'all because I'm like hugging people and you got your arm around our friend I and, know. and it, I I don't know like I sent it more like I'm thinking oh, of, everyone knows why you sent but, it honey but of course you and the friends yes of course that's who we are and you know who we are <laughs> i was you knew i was a snake when you took me in <laughs> i'm just saying like i think aging is hard to just on a physical level because you do lose certain abilities and some comfort you lose some comfort mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you get like achy joints and you know yeah and you're like i can't stand as long or i can't you know that's hard to grieve i think there that that aspect of it really is that makes like all the vanity stuff seem like nothing when you really are realizing like i can't do things like i used to be able to do them right you know and look i think that i i think that we're not quite to that extreme yet. I think no, we're No, you can feel it coming. We're at the point. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Like, not that I'm middle-aged yet. <laughs> I just really empathize. Sure. With, you because know, you hear it from me. Because I hear it from you. Yes, exactly. Um, But I also am like... Thank God people stop giving a shit about our age difference. <laughs> what did I, okay, let me ask you this. I'm mm-hmm. going to ask you this. If I, if I was like a magical person i like this yeah and i have two pills okay there's one red and one blue no okay 
It's not that I kind of. I thought you were just going to do the matrix. It's not kind of. Right. I forgot about that because remember I fell asleep <laughs> in the matrix. Okay. Okay. So, okay. I have these two pills. One pill. Makes you bigger. Three <laughs> <laughs> alone makes you, you small. small. I'm We sang a lot this episode. When, when she's, she's ten, ten feet tall. By the way. Paul has a whole thing on the, on he has a whole comedy thing on Go Ask Alice. Oh, the book, not the song. Which is this book, right? It's all the same. No, no, it's not. It's like a drug culture reference. It's a drug culture reference, but I think the one I think the song is more saying like that the the book got its name from the song. <laughs> Go ask Alice, the original mil- million little people. Yeah, exactly. All right, all right, wait. I won't get into that. Just look <laughs> up his album Freak Wharf, y'all, and listen to it. Listen, laugh, and love, and, and then, then get pillows back. that say that, and then come back, and then come back, and okay. then you can talk to me. Okay, wait. Here's my thing. I'm magical. I use two pills. One pill doesn't change your mindset. However, it changes your physical being Mm. where you take it and you look youthful Mm -hmm. and vibrant. Mm -hmm. However, your mindset continues. I'm still looking in the mirror. I see flaws. I see. No, you don't see flaws. You see yourself young, right? but you still have the same psychology of. I'm not going back in time. I am, I am me in the present, but my uh, physiognomy is like 20 years younger or something. Correct. Okay. Okay. That's one pill. Right. The other pill. I can't imagine how the other pill would be good. The other pill is good. I'm telling you. Okay. Also different. Mm-hmm. So the other pill doesn't change your physical shell. Mm-hmm. Your physical shell still going forward in time and aging. Right. But it's the vehicle. Cha- is that what they called it in <laughs> your vehicle? Your what do they call it? Shell? Vessel? What do they call it in, uh, in uh Hellbop in the uh, Oh, your vessel? Is it something like that? I thought maybe it was vehicle. I might have been high when we watched that one. Oh so. <laughs> shit. That's a spicy meatball. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the second pill. The second pill does not change your body. No, you're still your vessel is still <laughs> aging. Uh huh. But your mind feels confident, vibrant, like a young person mm-hmm. ready to take on the world. Mm. So one changes your mindset, but not your physical vessel. The mm. other changes your physical vessel, but not your mindset. This is actually a tough. Um, I think it's an obvious answer, but whatever. I don't think so. I, it's, for me, it's a tough choice because I would like to be carefree and not worry about that stuff. But at the same time, I I don't want to – the idea of not giving up the lessons that I've learned and the and the life experiences that I've had – you know, for the those those um, disappointments and worries and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Even though they have caused me pain, I've caused myself pain with my own self doubt and sure. stuff like that. Yeah, I feel like I I would be hesitant to give that up. Man, I don't know. 
I'm all about the the fun brain. I want yeah. the fun brain. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. I want the fun brain. I don't care about the fun bod because the brain is more powerful. Yeah. That's what I think. I mean, yeah. I can't I can't disagree that the it's it's um crushing sometimes to live under um you know self-loathing, self-doubt Sure. Uh, you know, all that stuff. And if that was, but then I can't. But like I, your I get, young Here's why it's hard for me. Because in your 20s. You, I, yeah, I was the same. Yeah. I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine a time. I mean, I, I kind of was too a little bit. <laughs> but on the other hand, I wasn't because I still didn't know what pain there was. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand the the depth of human suffering. Yeah. That it, like. 20 years ago that I know now. Yeah. And that feels freeing somehow. Mm-hmm. Even though at the time you don't think it, I guess. At the time you don't think that. At the time I just, you know, like I would create drama in a vacuum, you know, I would create pain for myself. Right. Because I didn't, I didn't, I did not have better tools, you know, and I, I that's a okay. Hard... Now you're like making me want the fun bod with the four four, four 20, drive. 20, 30, 4 year old brain. <laughs> I Wait, <misspoke>. you... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you make yourself twenty four now? Thirty four. Okay, I was gonna say you got to keep track of this. What am I? Thirty seven. <laughs> I can't remember, <laughs> guys. Who can... Age is just a number. On it's a, just a number. a number. And it only goes so high. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, I don't know. I, I There's a lot I like about aging. Now that we're yeah, talking about. There is absolutely so much great stuff that comes with it. You know? Yeah. That's why it's annoying when you are having thoughts that you had when you were younger about yourself. That it's like, why am I still thinking about this dumb shit? You know what I mean? Like I expect it to not be thinking about this anymore. And I'm still, and sometimes, honestly, sometimes that's enough to snap me but out see, of it. I think that's where therapy should come in. And for sure. You should, you should find a therapist. <laughs> I would like to get back into it. Yeah. What anyway, you, I want to, I don't know. I on? thought I had a thing in my, all right. Impeachment. A loose thread. <laughs> Speaking of loose threads, let's get back into impeachment. I felt like this week was hard because. I watched impeachment mm-hmm. and I wasn't not gonna, I'm sorry. You were never not going to watch it. I was that. never not going to watch that it. That was always going to, that was always going to happen. That was always on the table. Yes. Like once they were like. Well, you're an impeachment freak. You love I am an impeachment freak. I listened to <laughs> impeachment number one. Um, I, both, both. Impe- By Lou Bega. Something about, what is that? <laughs> something about impeachment. Here's something I noticed, and this, and I, I don't want to sound politically biased. Mm, good luck with this one. <laughs> but the Democrats put on a good, like, they're, they always have a clearer, more concise case. They, I would say that they, Both built, times. they built a no, really good one case. One and two. One and Absolutely, two. Absolutely, yeah. They built a really good case, especially with this second one. Well, the um, second one had... A lot of emotion. They it did, but they it, and it needed to. And I think that they did a great job of saying, "Here's what we're saying. 
Um, here's why this, here's why we're all here. Here's the proof to back it up. Like how, not can, gonna matter. how can you not look at this? They're going to quit the motherfucker tomorrow. It was tomorrow. never going to matter. It was never, they were never going to get know. enough. I think there's always that moment where it's like, also political calculations change. If we're just talking about being a pure creature of power, they, they, they do change. Yeah. But something like this, it's, it's a safe bet for them. Also, I think some of them are afraid for their lives. Well, I think that's a stupid excuse to vote for acquittal. Like, don't be a coward. Like, it's cowardly. It's, co- other it's people, I wouldn't say it's stupid, but it's cowardly. I think, like, you put yourself in the public spotlight like that, people are going to come after you no matter what. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, they are. But if you if you're talking about people that have been fed a steady diet of just flat out lies yeah. that they were eager to believe. Yeah. And then for you and, and you've been complicit in it and then you go back and do a 180 with people that have already shown the lengths to which they will go. I guess. I I definitely get being look, afraid of that. Look, I'm not saying you shouldn't be afraid of it. I'm saying you should, but I'm also saying like you have to think bigger than that. That's just how well, that's supposed to be your job, of course. But if you were thinking bigger than that, you wouldn't be go- endorsing these lies in the first place or letting them slide, I which guess. is what the, at best that's what they did. Right. You know, well, all I know is this. I started watching it this week and I was really curious who uh, the ex-president was going to hire for his <laughs> lawyers. Yeah. Because he had this team of lawyers and they quit because mm-hmm. they didn't want to, you know, do what he said or something. And then he got like a last minute team of lawyers. And mm. I was like, well, how's this going to play out? Because a lot of times when you, I guess, I know a little bit about lawyers. Just mm. I have cousins and stuff. Okay. But like. <laughs> That's all you need to know. She's got cousins. And I just Enough like, said. I dabble. Like I listen to stuff and I read. You know, I've read a lot of John Grisham or whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, saying, like, what a great thing to listen. I just like That's no. one of your bona fides. I just like know a little Look, bit. I've read a fair amount of John Grisham. <laughs> I just know a little bit. <laughs> I was saying, like, the way, like, people who are, and I have a friend, oh my God, I have the smart friends that are lawyers. And I think that, like, some lawyers are, like crazy, like workaholic types. Like they just put in these hours Mm -hmm. and they have to do that in law school. I saw the paper chase. That's another thing. So (laughs) I get, no, like that is like a thing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, these guys that he hired, I think were like, it was just like five minutes ago. Yeah. So I was like, where are they going to, how's this going to play out? I was curious about that. So that first day, <laughs> lawyers get up, and I like could not believe what I was seeing. Yeah, like I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it was amazing. I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. And then the guy today, that guy today, I and I wanted to ask you this: is Why I want to bring him on the podcast when he was like, "I'm from Philadelphia," and I was like, "Oh shit, we got to talk about that." That this guy who is like what? But no, no, that was the guy from the first day. No, he no. This is a different guy. The, remember, he was also from Philadelphia. 
Yes, they're both from Philadelphia. Oh, that's disappointing. Maybe they're colleagues. Maybe they're both in the same personal injury firm. <laughs> well, the one guy like refused to go after Cosby, and that cha- that followed him. Right, as a prosecutor. Correct. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. those cases, I guess, are hard and blah, 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 blah. But then, whatever. Then the other guy, I don't know where he came from. He was on the day. And he was like, he was like really doing this whole outrage thing. Like this Was this the guy outrage. who didn't want to wear his yarmulke because he didn't no. want to offend people? No, this is the <laughs> This is the new guy. The newer guy. Yeah. And then he was like, I'm from Philly and I don't want even want to be here <laughs> or whatever and i was like dude we don't, then don't be there you shouldn't be there <laughs> amazing opening he was like the first guy from Phil, the other guy from philly his whole thing was like flattery because he was like i'm honored to be here yes, like, yes this yes. is such esteemed this is the guy that ran like a, a caster right and he yes. like rambled and rambled and then was like i did that on purpose to yeah. lower the temperature in the he room he did that but even today like see he, now you're talking about me and you're not talking about donald trump yeah. you're talking about what a bad lawyer i am so <laughs> right. i think i proved my point he was like basically like yeah he was like always like your you know, my, your congressional pen is looking very shiny today. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he was like Eddie Haskell or whatever. My senator. Isn't that fun to say? Yeah. And he, he, so he, that was like his whole thing. And it was, it, they were all like good cop, bad cop or something. And mm. then the other Philly guy was literally like, this, they're, this is crazy. <laughs> this is outrageous. These liars, they are lying. Like, like he was literally like losing his mind. Mind and was like being like, this is so wrong. This is just wrong. <laughs> and I was like, dude, like have like come up with an argument. Yeah. Come up with an argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His and then they showed that montage today of the oh. a, a politician saying we need to fight or whatever. And I was like, come on, y'all. Yeah. I mean, to they the were, point where they just they literally it like, fight, made it. Fight, fight, yeah, fight, exactly. Fight. Fight, 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 or whatever. And then they showed like BLM protests and tried to tie it to that rhetoric. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, those are all of it's protected. Two different things. All of it's protected. All of it's protected. You but know what's also, protected? Even Donald Trump saying "fight like hell" in a way because. But that's not. But that's not. That their wasn't point. the point. Their point was see, and it, it doesn't. It also doesn't make sense. Where it's like, what you're tr- what you're sort of implying is. Is that, yes, Donald Trump did incite those people to fight, (laughs) just like you guys incited Black Lives Matter to protest and go out and burn shit. Right. You know? And it's like, you before you even get into the nuances of who was actually destroying property and who wasn't, and how that factors into the larger scale of the protest and what that's about, Uh um, what you are saying is... At best, you are saying is uh, you guys did it too, right? Their whole thing, which is was not like, a great defense. Oh, what about him? Yeah, but it is for his supporters. Well, because they're already on, yeah. But it's like, but they're not. But but the supporters are not the ones who decide this matter. 
it's it's the obviously there obviously it is. Is, here's the thing obviously this is televised and so they're putting on a show for the american people um and for trump's defense team they have to put on uh, a, a huge show in order to satisfy those people. Right. Um, but they are kind of who decide because they elect those senators in those red states that can't. Yeah, but they're they're going to do that anyway. I mean, what? Yeah, I don't know. The whole thing is you know so I mean? weird because, like, first of all, as you know, I love the First Amendment. You love it. But, like, I'm a fan of like, I was listening to my Dan Abrams show and they had Floyd Abrams on his dad, who is a great First Amendment defender. And he was saying that this case is not even a First Amendment case. Yeah. Because in a way they're kind of, and I'm going to, I'm not, I'm messing up his words. This is not his words. This is like how I walked away from his argument is that they're kind of like, saying they're defending him and the, his speech as if he were like, you know, Jane Doe on the street, mm-hmm. like any American citizen, like basically if any American citizen came around and said, I don't believe in the constitution, I'm going to burn this flag <laughs> and they burn this flag and step on the constitution. That's totally protected under first amendment yeah. protections. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you are then an elected official who swears an oath mm-hmm. to defend and uphold the Constitution, that is a different dynamic. Like suddenly you're a different person. You're not being yes. tried as like, you know, Joe Smith on the street who is like exercising their right to say whatever the heck they want to say. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then you take this larger context. So you've got the larger context of this, of the office and the bully pulpit or Mm. whatever. Then you've got this pattern that goes all the way back to 2017 when he starts talking about Charlottesville or whatever, which they were very good at drawing the line. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Um, and any First Amendment case, which this wasn't. Also, this wasn't even a criminal trial. This was an impeachment, which is different. Yeah. Um, context is matters. Mm-hmm. Context matters. Yeah. So you've got the context of this constant, constant message to his followers, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. A- and just because he says like peacefully protest out of one side of his mouth, it's the other side of his mouth. That's the problem. That was one of the, one of the funniest things to me was when they were showing when in their rebuttal, you know, when they were showing the videos and they were saying, here's where the Democrats cut it off. And then they would show the rest of what Trump said. I know, but they showed the rest of what Trump had said and it, and it got worse. It was like, that's just because you include the part where he says, but you know, do it peacefully. He goes on to say even worse things, and you're including it in the video. The thing about the problem with Trump, and has always been the problem with Trump, is... He's too handsome, and so everyone lets him go. (laughs) Is that he is very, very... He's a very skilled narcissist. He knows exactly the edge, legally. Like, Mm -hmm. he knows exactly... Every single thing that he can get away with. Yeah, exactly. Because he's had lawyers his whole life 
He's had lawyers his whole life. This is, I've said this before and I, I firmly believe he's an amazing this. criminal. His one great skill. He's not good at anything. He's not good at anything. The one, no, he's not even a good criminal. The one skill that he has is wriggling out of trouble. That's it. That's it. He's wriggling out of consequences. That's it. Everything else he sucks at. How, he's terrible well, and incompetent. Let me ask you this, and I agree with that. I agree with that. And Thank that, you. and you Thank know, you. and Michael Cohen would also agree. And I read his book. Says who? <laughs> Whatever. I like. <laughs> I like Michael Cohen. I can't I help know. it. Welcome to the resistance, Michael Cohen. I get it. I can't. I can't help it. <laughs> I can't help it. The guy is. Going- are, you gonna, are you now going to like the guy uh, with the fucking fake buffalo hat? <laughs> No, that guy's full of shit. <laughs> the Q shaman. Michael Cohen's not full of shit. He's actually. He's a little bit full of shit. I don't know, to be honest. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, he was willing to go to prison. Buffalo Hat isn't. So there's a difference there. He was willing to go to prison. Michael Cohen was willing to go to prison. For? For lying to the FBI or whatever he did. Oh, the the campaign was he willing check. to go to prison, yeah. or he ended up going to prison because he didn't have a choice. Well, he ended up going. He ended up saying, "Like I'm gonna." I mean, he's also a lawyer, so you know. I mean, yeah. he he accepted. He. I don't want. I okay. Whatever. Let's not relitigate Michael Cohen. Listen, agree you, to you cannot like Michael Cohen. I don't care. Thank you. Thank I you. personally. This is what makes a marriage. I like Michael Cohen because I think he's a flawed individual, but he's real. Does that make sense? I get what you're saying. I don't I don't completely buy that, but I get what you're saying. But I've done more research on him than That's you, absolutely true. than you have. You have spent more time with Michael Cohen, maybe you have Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> than what? Maybe you have Stockholm syndrome. I don't. I literally I don't. You, honey, I know you don't. I know you don't. I'm kidding. I just think it's an interesting it's just an interesting uh human story. I think I relate to Michael Cohen and I think it has to do with, I have been embroiled with, uh, damaging narcissists. Sure. And I, I've been down the road of, of that seduction and like, and also kind of like having to come to grips with my own role in that. Absolutely. I mean, to come to grips with my own weakness, you know, I mean, his was way like times a thousand compared to, I mean, I didn't commit crimes. No. Like I just believed I was like, you know, helping someone or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Talk about, anyway, my point is, my point is, is what was my point? Because we were talking about how he gets out of things and... that That's the only thing he's good at. So he has his bases Oh, I know what I was going to ask you. I know. Like, what, like yeah. thinly covered so he can wriggle He does. Out. He does. But I want to ask you this because mm-hmm. I think this is an important question. Sure. Is there a, a moment where his luck just fucking runs out? That's the big question. And I don't know. And I don't, honestly... Because this is only the fucking beginning. I know. This is only the fucking beginning. I honestly don't think so. I think the equivalent of his his luck running out is that people get less interested and they don't listen to him as much. And I think that's it. I don't think he's ever... But he's being sought after by certain departments of justice in New York and yeah, the federal... And, and, and did you see George's opening this case against that phone call? I and, know, but they can never make anything stick. 
They can never make anything stick. And the his his thing with the phone call, he's already got like a defense that that is weakened. Because he was looking. For, they even mentioned that in impeachment. Now yeah. I'm now I'm actually realizing that they did that on purpose. Yeah, because he'll he'll now say, that well, that's this. not what I meant. And then you can't he said prove looking that's not for what... looking for a vote. Can you yeah. find or no? Can uh, just gotta find, just gotta find yeah. eleven thousand eight hundred seventy votes. But you just can't find. That, it's extremely difficult to prove, even though we all know what he meant. It's very difficult to prove that if somebody says that's not what I meant. If they come up with another explanation for what that what that he's phrasing like, means, he's like amazing at lying to himself to where he believes. Well, that he's like amazing. This is exactly it. it. Is that it starts out as a lie like the first three times, and then by the fourth time he believes it. So he, in his mind, he's so has he absolutely convinced himself that this election. He thinks was he's an angel baby saint. Lover. He thinks he's an angel baby saint lover he sent straight he's from sent heaven. Straight from, from Jesus's tears. Let me tell you something, Donald he Trump. He thinks Jesus cried tears and he came down. Donald Trump, you think Jesus wrapped you up in a bow and gave you as a gift to, to the world, but that is not true. Uh-uh, that is not true. That you is were not sent true. sent here from the fallen angel Gabriel that was Lucifer Satan. Sa- no. <laughs> the fallen angel Gabriel is Satan. Gabriel was not the fallen. Can I talk to you in the kitchen? <laughs> what are you talking the, about? Gabriel was not the fallen angel. Who was the fallen angel? Lucifer, the light bringer, morning star. Who's Gabriel? Gabriel's still up there blowing the trumpet. He's the, he's the guy that pulls the whole curtain down on everything. Fuck, y'all. When you hear that trumpet blow, that is it. That is it. We <laughs> got it. We got to wrap no it up on mistake that. Wait, where you we, are. We have to wrap it up on that. Do you have recommendations? Over. If y'all aren't watching Losing Alice, I know I said it last time. I did watch the Hotel Cecil docuseries on Netflix. I have lots of opinions on it. Mm-hmm. First of all, um, web sleuths feel <laughs> a little QAnon to me. Yeah. The Hotel Cecil docuseries is the opposite of Don't Fuck With Cats. I will never forget that lady at the end of Don't Fuck With Cats <laughs> who tried to make it out like it was my fault. I know, but she was like our hero for most of the docuseries. She tricked us. But I, you know what? I blame the producers. I blame the fucking producers. I they told her. I blame them all. Also, in editing, you, why wouldn't you edit that shit out? <laughs> it was embarrassing. Like, I, if I were like on the final viewing, I would have been like, I think we, we what else different. have we watched? We watched something recently that we both liked that I wanted to recommend. Was it a movie? We watched that thing where they were stuck in Antarctica. Did y'all, did oh, y'all, the head. y'all, did y'all like that? Did, did y'all, y'all like that? Y'all, y'all. them girls going to get some trouble with Antarctica, Antarctica. Right station tonight. By was, the way, there was a lot of suspension of disbelief in that one <laughs> because first of all, you can't, you you didn't see anybody's breath. Sorry. Yes, JD had a lot of issues with what then you I was like, Come could, on. could not do on the ice in Antarctica. <laughs> there was a lot they did. And I was like, you got to just, like, they don't have their faces covered. You got to let it go. Also, like, no one shivered hardly. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Look, I actually enjoyed <laughs> there it. There would be more shivering going on. We watched the head. It was on HBO. I actually liked it. Did you like it? I did like it. It was yeah. I, it was a good, fun murder mystery kind of thing, in a, in a set in a weird location. Yeah, I liked it. 
I, but I feel I like there was it. something else that we watched. Well, now I'm watching Man for All Kind and you're... For All Mankind. Yeah. Are you thinking Man for All Seasons? <laughs> <laughs> Man for All Kind. First of all, I... Because you had wanted me to watch it. Then yes. I tried to watch it alone and I... Me, I think I just like needed you to be watching it with me. I was very excited that by the end of the last episode that we watched, you I were I love you were ready to watch it. First of all, one. I like know like every every time someone's going to, I'm like, oh my god, that's like my friend Leonora. Oh my god, that's Brandon from SMU. Oh my god, yeah. that's you know blah blah blah. That's uh, that guy I met at that dinner party. <laughs> that one guy that used to date. Anyway, What's her name? Yeah, and then I'm like, I never heard of the show. How come I didn't get the for read? all mankind? It's an Apple uh, Plus original. It's it fun. Is- it has good sound track too and i just listened to some of the soundtrack. absolutely it is an was that alternate, what you were thinking of maybe but i i feel like there was this thing we we both were new to that we really enjoyed but let me let me plug that i'll just that'll that'll be my recommendation this week for all mankind apple plus tv show it is an alternate history of yeah i may even plug this back in the beginning of the fucking pandemic i, yeah, don't know. I think you did because you love michael dorman because yeah, you like the patriot. patriot yeah he's great in it um, but it's an alternate alternate history of the space program that starts with the idea that the Russians beat the United States to the moon and how that affects everything after that. And it's really well done. Great cast. It's this, like a big ensemble cast. The production value. Production value is beautiful. Really pretty. It's it's really terrific, and, and it's a lot of interesting ideas. You know, I, I really I highly recommend. And it. I, and I don't love alternate history stuff. Like that's. A lot of times it's really, it can be really cheesy. This, I think, is done really, really well. It's more, su- this one's a little more subtle. Absolutely. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think it's like. Because here's what they do is they, rather than, you know, just say, what would it be like if Hitler won the war? You know, which is, that's that's all well and good and that's been done. But this is an interesting area for that of like, what if this one thing it's was different? It's more like a tiny, it's like the butterfly. I don't, I didn't yeah, see that movie. absolutely. But, no, but it is. But, but it it, is. It's, literal, yeah. it's literally like, oh, would it have made us better? Yeah. Would it have made us better if How we were never it, the best yes. at everything? How, it have made exactly. Us? If we had not if been. If American exceptionalism wasn't such a fucking given or whatever. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. there is a little bit to that. That also can apply to like personal things for sure. You, where you're kind of like, oh, okay, that's but an I, interesting concept. I highly recommend it. It's a slow burn, um, but it's great. You can watch a bunch in a row. Um, oh, I was excited to see Leonore, and then and then <laughs> and then James Urbaniak shows up, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, oh my god, Nate Cordry's in it. Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, of- so many good actors. Like mm-hmm. whoever cast it, I really like. Good job for all mankind casting. If you're listening, such good job. We're fans. Wink, wink, <laughs> and we're available. <laughs> we're extremely available. And I'm only thirty seven, six, <laughs> four, thirty four. What am I? I just took a pill uh, that makes my body look great. <laughs> <laughs> no, you took the pill that made your brain fun. Fuck no, I don't want that pill. But the, okay, would people? Here's wait, just really quick. <laughs> Which pill of the two pills? Which pill of the two pills makes you? Which pill of the two pills makes people want to be around you more? Look, I think I'm already doing pretty good with my rotten brain as it is, so uh, I'm gonna go with. The, I think it's the other pill. No, I'm I'm very popular. You think it's like because our our society is so shallow. They need a young body to be around. No, I think it's because they relate to my very human 
self-doubt. <laughs> well, we got to wrap it up. Thanks for listening. Uh, we are Stay Up Homekins on Twitter and Instagram. Y'all, those vaccines are coming. Biden bought a fucking bunch of them at the Costco. Stay up home. He got. <laughs> he bought them in bulk. <laughs> he waited in line. Um, he took his. He took the big car. Stay up Homekins at gmail dot com <laughs> if you want to write us an email. We have so many emails this um, past week. By the way, we thanks everyone. Thank you and Kinship Goods if you want to buy some merch. Kinshipgoods dot com. Uh, we thank you for listening. I'm wearing mine tonight. You can see it on our Instagram, which is at Stay of Homekins. And we, we also have our Twitter at Stay of Right. Homekins. I mentioned those. Thank you. You for, did not. You yes. only mentioned the Gmail. When you listen back to this, you are going to give me such a big apology. You're not getting either pill. You're stuck. <laughs> no, give me the pill. You're stuck with what you got. I the pill. Taking both pills. Um, thank you for listening. Both. We love you. And we'll <laughs> we be back. We love you. We'll be- Wear two masks. Clean hands. Full mask. What was the final one? Can't lose. Can't lose. <laughs> we'll be back next week. And until then, stay, stay safe, safe, stay, stay sane, sane, and stay, stay home. home.